Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Off-Brand Mediums. My name is Russell, and I'm your Off-Brand Medium, because it never feels like the real thing. Uh, and today, in this episode, we're going to be talking about portals. Uh, so what are portals? Portals are um, thought to be uh, gateways to different dimensions, to different locations, or um, to different, completely different realms uh, in some cases. Um, with portals, um, a lot of people associate them to being like super scary and super dark when that's not really the case for me. Um, I've never really perceived them to be that way before. Um, that doesn't mean that there aren't scary portals out there. There definitely are. Um, but they're not all like super scary and super like, um, super dark, like everyone like tries to paint them to be. Um, it feels very fear mongery, uh, in some cases with, uh, with, depending on who it is that's talking about the portals. Um, so a lot of times it doesn't feel exactly how I perceive them. Um, now, could someone be perceiving those um, in a different way? They could be, yes, um, because I don't believe anyone, uh, any one of us perceived the same thing um, exactly 100%. There's always something different. So something that might be like totally not scary and not like, you know, super dark to me might be perceived as darker to someone else. And that's totally fine. And I don't think that they're wrong um, in some cases, but um, there are a lot of times where it feels like it's kind of done intentionally to make you more scared of it, but there's really no need to be scared of some of these portals at all whatsoever. Um, so what do uh, these portals serve a purpose for? So um, a lot of times with portals, um, I have found, and I, as I was talking to my spirit guides before this, um, I have found that they, um, they don't always necessarily have a reason to be there. Um, in some cases it's due to trauma at a location or something, um, like a really big event. Um, in other cases it might need to just balance things out. Uh, oftentimes when you have darker things at like haunted locations, there'll be something that's lighter, um, to kind of like balance the two and keep them both in check because it's very much like a, a yin yang type situation where like the balance, uh, of everything kind of, uh, has to come together. Um, and so sometimes portals will appear in different locations just to balance out another one that's a different location. Um, and that's something that kind of came to me as I was kind of thinking about this topic and thinking about this podcast. Um, but they don't always serve a like definitive purpose. So sometimes things can travel in between them, um, in and out of them. Sometimes just energy comes through, uh, which is interesting too as well. Um, other times there are actual beings that do come through these, these portals. Um, a lot of times they tend to be um, like non-human souls, but there are, um, some occasion occasions where they can be humans. Um, I do know a couple of locations where it's like that. Um, that's, that it's strictly just like humans that use it. Um, really with portals, it depends on like, if you can use a portal that depends on like your vibe, your vibration. So sometimes the portals are for like higher vibrations some of them are for more like human like vibrations, which are more like in some cases, they're more like middle ground vibrations to me. And some of them are lower, which those are like little, little dark things that aren't really like 
they're not really scary. Um, they're just kind of, they're just kind of darker things. If that makes any sense, it's really hard to explain (laughs) sometimes. Um, but they're not like demonic or like evil or anything. They're kind of more, um, in some cases they're neutral. Um, in some cases they are on like the darker side and more like poltergeisty, um, Sometimes they can like use portals in certain circumstances. Um, but oftentimes there's not like a, a, you know, this like big scary thing that's going to come out of it. It might just be a human soul or something that's just like passing through. So, um, with most of these portals, um, they kind of, you know, they kind of have like beings that, uh, protect them in some cases. Um, a lot of times I see what would look like, um, the Lorax. They're like the Lorax people. Um, as how as I've, I've described them before. Um, and they are very, um, at least the ones that I've encountered are very elusive (laughs) and they don't want to talk. And so they don't want to tell you about the portal and they kind of hide. Um, and they don't really show themselves very often. It really depends on the location um, of where it's at, and I'll kind of talk about that a little bit more. Um, other times, there are other spiritual beings that will guard them. Um, a lot of times, trees, um, they can guard these portals, and they can kind of watch over them. Um, sometimes they're in the trees. Um, <laughs> it just really depends on the location. Um, a lot of people want to just, like, lump portals into like one thing and be like, this is what portals do. And this is what protects them. And it's really not, it's not like a one, one thing covers all portals. They are all so different. And I would be love to hear your guys's portal stories in the comments, or if you have things where like locations that have portals and you want to know about them, uh, maybe I'll make like another podcast about portals and like different locations that have portals. Um, and try to talk to the things that are around them and try to um, perceive what what I can about them. Um, but a lot of times they don't they don't serve one purpose as a whole. there's there's so many different things that have happened. Um, a lot of times too as well, some of them are most of the ones that I've encountered are more inactive than active. There are um, a few cases where I've I, I've, felt portals too as well, which we'll get into that too. Um, so majority of the time, the things that come out of the portals are just protectors. Um, and in some cases there's nothing else that, you know, passes through those portals beside for the protectors. Cause they feel like they're older in some cases. Um, and like they have a lot of, like they have a lot of history to them. Um, and that's what the, the protectors make me feel. Um, is that they kind of, it feels like they're really not used as much anymore. Really depends on the location still, because there are some that are active, um, and kind of depends on the energy that are around them. Um, but are they always scary? Absolutely not. Um, some of them are to different realms that are, I would say better than ours, um, in some cases, um, in different locations that might be better than our locations too, as well. Um, and like a better place than earth. Um, but they all kind of sound different too, as well. 
and they all have different um, noises they make. Uh, like, for example, the one at the Conjuring House, there's a lot of screaming, um, and I don't understand why, because there wasn't, while there is dark things there, um, I don't understand why there's a bunch of screaming coming from that one. Um, other of them sound like, kind of like bubbly, like goopy noises, um, and other ones are like kind of swirly. It kind of, it really is different depending on which, you know, which portal you're talking about and where all of them are different. Um, and it's really hard to like lump them all into like one podcast. Um, so we're going to talk about a few of them. So, um, the first place that I've experienced, uh, a portal was actually at Janelle's house, my sister. Um, her house is built like kind of in like the fifties. It's not a super old house, which that was actually um, the first portal that I have perceived um, in general. I never actually felt that portal until later on um, and felt like what it felt like to be in a portal, um, which we'll talk about more. But um, with that first portal, Janelle's house, the way that it's kind of situated is that she has like two like back rooms and in her like backyard kind of underneath her porch and like next to it. Um, it's not, it's not like on the surface. It's kind of slightly below the surface. Um, there is a portal that kind of like goes, it kind of goes underneath that, that porch and it goes underneath partially into that, that back room. Um, and when you go into that room, you can feel the difference now, um, like I said, I didn't notice it at first, but um, in, I was not the one that really perceived the portal there in the first place. I will say that. I won't take credit for that because that was not me. Um, but this was just what was explained to me. Um, but there are like little um, Lorax people that kind of watch the portal um, and kind of watch over it. Um, and they kind of protect the portal. Uh, they also might be associated to Janelle too as well. So... There might be something there uh, on top of that, uh, but I haven't fully explored that avenue. Um, but the Lorax people kind of protect this portal. Um, for me, the only thing that I see going into that portal is just that. I have never seen anything like come out of it or go into it besides for those two things or that that one thing, um, which I have not seen that one in a long time because this was about two years ago when all of this was happening. Um, so it feels even less active than what it used to, um, or maybe more calm. But a lot of times when you're in those, um, like the, the locations that do have those portals, they'll feel very spinny and very, um, it'll be very disorienting. Uh, and in other times too, as well, you might actually like feel drawn to a certain spot. Um, almost like if you, if you like walked on an unlevel floor, um, and you kind of were like walking around the room, you're like, Whoa, this is like leaning this way. That's what it feels like. So you might kind of get pulled to like a certain corner or a certain location, um, which this whole entire room feels like that. It just feels heavier too, as well. feels like you're being pulled down. Um, and 
Uh, a lot of times with those portals, there are only certain like vibrations that can come through, but there are other beings that can come through of different vibrations, um, depending on the location, the amount of energy and all of that too as well. Um, but this particular portal, um, it sounds like, um, it sounds like a swirling noise. Like if you took, um, oh, if you like, um, run your finger around like a glass, um, it kind of sounds like that where it's got like, where you have like water in it and you like, that's what it kind of sounds like. Um, and it kind of, the sound kind of like rotates around you, um, and kind of goes around the room, which is really cool. Um, and really interesting. Um, but the little Lorax people that are associated to this portal, they won't really like talk to me. I have tried to talk to them. I've tried to like get information from them. And I don't know if it's just a mental block on myself, which it could be, um, because we all got mental blocks. It happens. <laughs> um, but it's really hard to talk to those ones. They don't want to talk. They're very elusive and very like, they just don't, they don't interact with us. Um, and they don't want to have anything known about this portal. Um, which not to say like, I can't talk about it, but they just, they don't talk about it themselves because the purpose of the portal is not very, um, important to us. So it feels like it's like, it's on like a need to know basis for them. They're like, you don't really need to know about this. So like, I don't really need to tell you that. Um, so I'm not really going to say anything, which those little things are really nice, but they also kind of remind me of, um, if you ever played, um, the game don't starve, there's like these taller, like bird creature things that like peck at you with one eye. Um, and this is really an obscure reference. If you don't play video games, I'm so sorry, but, um, it kind of like pecks at the ground. Um, I don't see them with like one eye or anything like that. It's just kind of like the overall shape. Um, but they're kind of like little floof balls to me. Um, sometimes they're like tannish. Sometimes they're black. It really depends on what, you know, where they're at too as well, because apparently geographically that matters. It's like a subspecies of animals that are different in different locations. I don't know. It's weird. They're like explaining to things to me as I'm kind of going about this podcast. So <laughs> just like little interaction or interjections from, uh, weird spiritual things. Um, so they kind of like, they kind of just protect that. That's all they really do. Um, I've, like I said, not seen that in a long time. I've not seen one, um, around her house. It feels a lot more inactive, um, than what it did in, in the past. It felt a little bit more active, very like very passive. Um, but now it feels like even more distance. It's almost like abandoned highways where like no one uses them anymore. Um, and they're just like completely just like overgrown. That's kind of what it feels like in some cases. Um, this portal, it kind of feels like it's meant to balance something else out. Um, and kind of like location wise just ended up being in my sister's property essentially. Um, which is interesting. The other locations that I've experienced portals in, um, which like I said, they're all different and they're all there for different reasons. Um, Twin City Opera House is another one. And Twin City Opera House, if you didn't know, is an opera house that was built in like the 18, like 60s, I believe. Um, and there was, there were some 
like some traumatic things that happened there um, for a couple of the individuals that like frequented the theater as well as um, like actually performed there. Um, but this one feels like it was more so created by the energy of like the audiences um, as well as the energy of the people that like worked there. Um, a lot of times too with portals, the intentions of other people can create portals. So if a lot of people think that there are scary things there and there are like terrifying, like, you know, demons, whatever, whatnot, um, a lot of times that fear can create a portal. Um, in the case of Twin City, I don't think that that's the, the case of fear doing that. Um, supposedly they had... a a spirit that was darker there that was like more of a poltergeisty thing um which doesn't really feel like it came in from a portal it feels like it was more manifested than anything just for me personally that's the way that i kind of perceive it um they call him charlie um i believe uh and they haven't had really any experiences or anything with them in the past couple of years but someone was like supposedly like pick up and like thrown across the room um, it was in like the sub basement area and they weren't thrown like a super far distance. Um, and I think it might be on video somewhere. I've never actually seen it, but um, I don't feel like that came through the portal at all. Um, those portals feel more um, like they were created to allow people to come back there. So in, in the case of this this location uh the owner i don't think or not he's not the owner he's the person that kind of like takes care um and does like all of their ghost investigations um he describes it in a really like like it's really accurate and i don't think he realizes how accurate it is um but he describes it as if it's like a train stop so um it's like people come to this location they get off um, and then they get back on when the train leaves. So, which really kind of checks out for that location, which this portal in particular feels more um, like human vibration than anything. So it kind of feels like, um, kind of feels like in the middle-ish range uh, when it comes to vibrations. So like not super high, not super low, kind of just in the middle, um, which I do believe that there are some things that are a little bit darker that are around it that kind of come out of it. Um, just it's hard with portals because there are a lot of times the things that come through them for me are very blurry and very staticky. So I can't really like pinpoint exactly what they are or who they are or what they're trying to do. Um, so a lot of times um, with like theaters, I have found that a lot of, of souls that have passed that um, frequented those places like to come back to them um, as well as people that enjoy or souls that enjoy like music and theater and that kind of stuff. And they kind of, especially on this location, which is really cute. Um, they kind of like put on shows still for themselves, um, which is really cool. They like have audiences that kind of like rotate out, but because of time being an illusion um, and like, time is really crazy um every single like i think it was like th every three three or four minutes 
the audiences would like switch out. So like an audience would disappear and then all of a sudden, like three minutes after that, it would be like silent. And then all of a sudden the activity would pick up and you could literally watch that activity like happen on a schedule. So like, um, I had, or we had like a, um, one of the K2 meters, which I actually have right here. So we had one of these, um, and every like two to three minutes it would start lighting up. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, EMF fields in this room because I've got a lot of equipment running. So this is not a ghost, unfortunately. Um, this is just my fuse box and cameras, equipment and all of that kind of stuff. So on that like schedule, the, the K2 would start going off like every, every like three minutes. Um, and it would be like a different audience and like a different group of people. So a lot of the portals used there for me seem like they're more human-like um, than anything, the things that come through them. Um, but a lot of those souls don't even come through the portals. They just kind of come to the location uh, because that's just what they do. Um, there are some that travel from different locations, but I don't believe anyone's like stuck at a location or can only travel between portals. It very much feels like an open door really for things to come through these ones. Um, they do have uh, a couple of spirits, which they call them the travelers. Um, I didn't have any experiences with them. The, the second time I was there, the first time um, I could find it kind of feel like they were there, but this was like my first ghost investigation ever. Um, so I was a little bit nervous at first. Um, and I was nervous when we were kind of going through that. Cause I was like, I feel like there's people watching us and I feel like there's a lot of things happening right now. Um, but the travelers kind of feel like more on the darker side of things. Um, they don't feel like they're like, they feel like they're human souls, but they don't, they don't feel exactly, exactly the way that human souls should feel. So it feels like something darker posing as something a little bit lighter to like, like change its energy to get through maybe. I don't know what that part's about, um, but the travelers are often seen uh, at this location, and they kind of just they kind of just lurk around the building, um, and they kind of just like hang out and do whatever. Um, but they kind of feel like these travelers kind of feel like they're they kind of feel like they just show up um, and kind of like watch over things. They feel like like they're like they're just watching um, and kind of like watch over the portals, which this location I believe has three portals. Maybe um, two of them are in like the, the catwalk area. Um, and one of them is down in the basement. Um, and then in the, the basement, the, the sub basement is actually what it is. Cause there's two basements. There's a basement and then there's a sub basement cause there's a basement below that. Um, and, in the the sub basement it's thought to to they believe that potentially this was used as part of the underground railroad because it's right off the water um and there's a lot of people traveling and that kind of stuff um and i believe that too as well but there have been no like solid pieces of evidence that suggest that that's true um so it hasn't actually been like proven um and there is a like bricked off tunnel that's in that sub basement and there's like a portal that's in that literally in that area on the wall, um, which that tunnel ran 
underneath the square that the Twin City Opera House is in, it ran underneath that whole thing. So um, I think that that portal in particular was um, the energy that was put into that was from potentially from the Underground Railroad and people hiding and being scared. Um, and so in that case, I think that it might potentially be linked to that. Um, but that one kind of feels a little bit heavier than the rest of them. Um, and part of that is because of the location. It's just in a darker, kind of <laughs> scarier basement. So it kind of feels a little bit heavier in general just by the the location of it. Um, but that one feels like there's more darker things associated to it um, and more um, poltergeisty things uh, that kind of come out of it. Um, and it feels like on a, like a lower range than anything. The two upstairs are kind of in that medium humanish range, um, which the like traveler people, they kind of describe themselves using those to like move throughout the building quicker. Um, which is interesting considering that they can kind of just be wherever they want to be, but they still use portals. I don't know. Portal logic, man. Um, but with those portals, they kind of sound more like the ones upstairs sound more like human souls talking than anything from wherever, wherever they're connected and wherever they're connected, the two upstairs feel like a lighter area more than anything. Um, and it feels lighter and different than what earth is. So take that with how you will. Um, I don't know if that's like supposed to be spirit or, you know, or if you want to call it heaven, whatever you want to call it, maybe it is associated to that, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, the, the one that's in the basin that's lower, um, kind of has more of like a gravelly, like whispery kind of ethereal voices that kind of come through it. Um, which is really interesting. I've never actually like listened to these. Oh, that makes sense though, because the basement makes weird noises and that would check out. And I didn't realize there was a portal there the first time, but when I was there the first time, I was like, it sounds like really like, honestly, it sounds like a cave down there with like deep ethereal, like whispering voices. That would make sense. There's a portal in the basement and that's what the portal sounds like. It's not the basement that sounds like it. It's the portal that sounds like it. Just having a moment. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I did not put that together at all whatsoever. Um, but those portals don't really have anything like super dark associated to them. Um, they're not scary, at least not what I perceive. Um, I think that they're meant to balance each other out for whatever reason. Um, and their locations are very important because you have the two higher ones and the one lower one. Um, there could, could potentially be one. There's like a, like a clock tower that's on the top or like a bell tower. Um, I think it was originally supposed to be a clock. Um, and for like m money reasons and political reasons, there was a lot of things that this was building was supposed to be a lot of things and it ended up not being that, um, just because of political arguments and that kind of stuff. So they never actually put anything up there. Um, but I think there might be one up there too as well, but you can't get to that area cause it's closed. Um, there's the ballroom area that's also closed because they have tax documents in there and they store that stuff in that, that room. Um, so you can never really get in there. Um, and then they have the up above that would be where like the, the clock part is. 
Um, and I think there could be a portal there too as well, but I've never actually went up there to experience if there was. Um, but it would make sense that there would be a fourth one there because it feels like there should be it feels like there should be two lower ones and then two higher ones, but there could be, they, mm, they're kind of acting like there needs to be three to balance out the lower one for some reason. Not sure what that's about, but um, the other location where there were a lot of portals to as well uh, was the Bel Air house. And when I was there, um, they were everywhere. So there were like maybe two or three of them um, this particular location, I think the reason why there's so many at that one is because, um, one, how popular that location is and how much energy goes into that place um, from the people that visit it. And two is because there's a lot of ley lines and there's also a lot of stuff that happened on that property and around the property um, that kind of caused uh, a lot of the portals to be formed. These portals feel much darker than anything. They don't feel... Um, they feel like they're lower uh, and they don't feel like that higher kind of vibration um, like the the other ones we've kind of talked about already. Um, these portals have don't have any protectors at all whatsoever. Um, there's nothing guarding them. There's nothing watching them. Um, they are merely just open. Um, and with the Bell Air House, there was absolutely nothing that happened that night when I was there. Uh, it was completely silent. We didn't have, I barely had any activity at all. Um, it was very, very quiet. Um, and those portals seem to amplify energy more than they do um, allow things to come through. So if you have um, like where you're, you're like super scared of the paranormal or you kind of have the intention of like, I want this to be super scary because I want a scary video on, you know, my YouTube channel. Um, those portals kind of seem to like amplify that energy um, and kind of replicate it and allow things that are a little bit scarier to come through. They can also do things with like lighter things like that too as well. So if you want it to be um, lighter, um, lighter things can come through, which is interesting. Um, it's very different than the other portals um, that I've I've kind of encountered. Um, with those portals, um, they feel like they're more there because of the ley lines, one, um, and like I said, the location of them. Um, it feels important, but also on top of that, it feels like some of those portals were opened up just because of the things that happened there there have been a lot of seances there that the owners kind of let you do um they don't really want you to do seances that kind of stuff but a lot of times that stuff still happens so some of them feel associated to that too um as well um but there's nothing nothing absolutely nothing guarding these things um they're just wide open um but the entire time i was there i didn't have a single experience with those um with those portals they didn't um Nothing came out of them, nothing, like, even sound-wise, I didn't get a lot of them, but they sound more, like, bubbly and, like, gobbly, goopy-type uh, portals because they feel lower. Um, that was one of the locations where, like, I physically felt like I was being, like, drugged to a certain part of, like, the house. 
um, where it felt like the floor is uneven, but the floor wasn't uneven. Um, and then in some of the rooms, the floor was actually uneven in that direction. And that's where it felt like the portal was, which could be a coincidence or it could be that the portal is pulling down the house in that side. I don't know. Um, maybe just a coincidence that it's kind of in that, that location, but, um, really was a quiet night there really wasn't that much happening. Um, which, um, even spirit wise, there wasn't a lot of spirits that wanted to talk. Um, so nothing even really even talked about the portals. A lot of times like the spirits will mention something being like, Hey, there's a portal here. Um, and they'll kind of talk about it and talk about the things that came through. Didn't get anything like that that night. Um, the other time that I've encountered a portal was actually not at a haunted location at all whatsoever. Um, which I don't know if I said that at all yet or not, but it doesn't have to be a haunted location to have a portal. It doesn't always have to be that. So, um, that was actually at my second ghost investigation. And that was at the Airbnb that we stayed at. Um, that was the first time that I actually like perceived, um, the actual feeling of the portal, um, was when we were at that Airbnb and that room was so spinny. Um, and it was so, it was so wild how like nauseous that room made me. Um, you could sit down in the room and it felt like you, like you had drank a full six pack and were so intoxicated that the room was actually spinning. Um, so hard to like describe, um, like the full effect of it. But that portal felt like it was under the ground because portals don't actually have to be like on the surface of things. So it doesn't have to be like on this wall or like on the floor or on the ceiling or, you know, it doesn't have to have um, like a definitive location. Um, sometimes portals move. Um, I don't think I've encountered anything like that where they move and they kind of like shift around. Um, but sometimes they're like under the surface of something. So they're like deeper in the ground. This one was very low in the ground and it felt very far away, but the effects of it were very evident. Uh, I was very nauseous in that room. Um, I wish I had the video for it. I don't know if it's somewhere I would, I would include it if I could, but, um, it was very, very nauseating. Um, so with that portal, there was also kind of more of like the um, the little Lorax people or like the little bird things that I described, which I'll insert a picture of that, hopefully at the beginning of this, uh, when I was talking about that. Um, but the little Lorax people there, they kind of, um, they showed themselves more than what they did at the other, at like Janelle's house um, and the other locations that I've seen them at. Um, they were more interested in us than anything because they don't have anyone that perceives them because this was an Airbnb was where I was at. Um, and it, it's not like a normal location for people that, you know, could perceive those types of things. So they weren't used to that. Um, and I caught one. Um, and that was the first time I've like seen, seen something. I caught a glimpse of one out of the corner of my eye and it was like kind of a tannish color. Um, but this portal didn't really have, um, I couldn't really figure out like why it was there. Um, as I was kind of preparing for this podcast, um, it kind of feels like it's, it's meant to balance something out. So it feels like it connects to somewhere on earth and doesn't feel like a different dimension at all. Um, and 
it has other things that come out of it. And the thing that um, kind of describes itself, it describes itself as um, from Froster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, his name, I believe, is Wilt. It's the tall red guy. Um, I feel like multiple of those things kind of come out and they kind of feel like they um, go out into the woods and go out to like around like that area. It doesn't feel like they're like close to the portal at all, but they use that one. Um, it feels like they almost like guide like maybe like hikers or people that are lost in the woods because this is in the middle of Vermont. So there's a lot of, a lot of forests. Um, there are, um, there are different parks to different trails. I don't know how many, I don't know if it's like all over the state or where, but you're kind of, um, in a place where there's a lot of like pretty nature things. Um, so it feels like they like watch over people on trails, um, and kind of protect things, which, I don't know what that would be from, um, and I'm scared to ask it because I don't want to know what the, <laughs> what it is because if it's what I think it is, which is not a deer, I am going to crap your pants because um, I feel like they're probably in that area. I don't like that. We're not going to talk about those, um, but uh, they feel like they're very protective. They feel nice. They don't feel like they're that. I don't feel like they're evil or dark or anything. Um, maybe a little bit on the darker side um, in kind of that like lower vibration, but they are very meant, very much meant to help things. Um, but this portal does feel more inactive than the other ones. It doesn't feel like a lot of things use it, um, especially like as of recently. Um, at the time we were there, which is, was about two years ago, it feels like potentially maybe it was more active at that point. Um, so I don't know what that means that they're all like kind of less active than usual. Um, I feel like they kind of like go through like periods of where like they're inactive and then it kind of like kicks up again. Um, so that's interesting. Um, the last location that I've kind of encountered um, portals at was the Conjuring House, um, which I would imagine now after Sam and Colby's like big video that blew up with Cody and Satori um, is a lot worse than what it was when I was there because when I was there, it did not feel, um, it felt darker and it felt like there were darker things in there. Um, and in that like kind of space. Um, but there was, um, there wasn't a lot that kind of interacted with that portal. I didn't perceive anything like that. Um, that portal also felt very spinny and that one felt extremely heavy. Um, and, I think the point that it kind of was at was um, I think there's a, a point of ley lines that cross over um, through the conjuring house too as well. So I think that that's why that portal is there. Um, so there are different ley lines that go through there and that intersects with one of the ley lines in there. Um, but that portal felt super heavy. Um, and that one has a lot of screaming in it. Like I said at the beginning, I don't understand why there's a lot of screaming there, but there's a lot of energy and a lot of, um, a lot of darker things that people think, um, happen there, which I don't know if they're all true or not. And I don't believe that all of the like darker things that people have talked about over the years are true. Um, but that one feels very much created by all of the, the people that have lived there. Um, and the people that have, um, stayed at that location. It feels like a combination of all of those. 
it was definitely there before the internet. I can tell you that for sure. Um, it's been there a long time. And this one does not feel like inactive in any way. It's just not as active on certain days. Um, like when, when I was there, it, it just wasn't that active. Um, the location itself was active, but that portal was not. Um, I would be really interested to go back and listen to that. Um, and you know, see if like that's changed since like all of Sam and Colby's stuff. Um, but there are things that protect that. There is like a, a lady in white there, I believe, um, which uh, that's just kind of a stereotypical way of describing her. Cause she's very light, a very light being, um, and she gives off a lot of white energy. So she kind of calms things down um, and kind of like takes care of the place in that particular location. Um, but a lot of darker things do emerge from this one. Um, a lot of scarier things. This is one of the, the locations that has a scarier portal. Um, I am in particular, I'm not afraid of it because I should be afraid of it, um, but I am not. Um, there's a lot of things that I should be afraid of and I'm just absolutely fearless, fearless when it comes to some haunted locations. Um, they just don't freak me out. Like Twin City Opera House doesn't freak me out at all whatsoever, but some people that go there are like, this is so scary. I'm so scared. Um, but the Conjuring House wasn't like super scary for me either. Um, but it very much feels like it's a combination of manifestations as well as actual things that have happened there. I know that there's a lot of Native American history that comes with that location too as well. Um, and I feel like they play a role in that portal too as well, which I know they don't normally, I don't think any like Native Americans talk about portals at all really. I'm not very educated on that. So I could be incorrect. And if anyone knows anything about um, their like history and um, like their spiritual things that they do, if that's something that happens, please let me know. Cause I'd be interested to, to know that. Um, but they feel like they're potentially part of that. Um, and they kind of also protect that too, as well. Um, and they feel like they're kind of protectors and they kind of keep things in that portal, uh, because that one in particular is very scary and does have a lot of energy. And I think it has the potential of bringing in a lot of more darker things than usual. Um, but with that portal, it, yeah, it just sounds like screaming. The whole thing sounds like screaming. Um, and I can't really make out anything else on that. Um, it's very intimidating to hear that much screaming. My God, it's so loud. Um, but a lot of times with the like other like locations, which I have not been to some of like the hospitals and like the penitentiaries and the like big medical buildings, a lot of those ones are manifested by the energy of people that have passed. Um, so how they felt uh, when they were in those locations um, really like helped to manifest those types of portals. Um, it's interesting to try and perceive those those kinds of things because they're really hard to to pinpoint um, why they're there. Um, I definitely think they're very interesting. And if you know any other locations that have 
um, portals in them or have been thought to have portals in them, I would love to know because I might talk about those um, a little bit more. But I think that's where I'm going to end it today. If you like this kind of content, uh, leave a comment uh, as well as maybe like it um, and let me know if you like it in the comments below. Also, let me know what you want to hear about in the future and what uh, other topics we want to talk about. And I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.